0: Section 71 of Final Report of the Advisory Committee on Human Radiation Experiments This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Patrick McAfee, Evanston Final Report of the Advisory Committee on Human Radiation Experiments Contemporary Projects Chapter 14, Part 2 Administrative Structures and Procedures for Research Oversight The following is an overview of the administrative structures and procedures used by the six departments and agencies to ensure compliance with human subjects' ethics rules, particularly as they relate to the common rule. The advisory committee asked each of these agencies to provide the following information on its program of protections for human subjects involved in research the scope of its human subjects research programs the organizational structure of its human subjects protection efforts and the resources devoted to such activities the policy issuances and guidances pursuant to the common rule that the department or agency has prepared and provides to subsidiary agencies and research institutions engaged in human subjects research. Monitoring and enforcement activities for ensuring that the provisions of the common rule are met. Sanctions available for noncompliance with human subjects protections. The rules governing classified research involving human subjects and the use or potential use of waivers of any of the requirements of the Common Rule or the agency's human subjects regulations. In a supplemental volume to this report, we provide greater detail on the department's and agencies' responses. Each federal department structures its program of administrative oversight of human subjects research somewhat differently, despite the fact that all operate under the requirements of the common rule some departments conduct reviews of research documentation out of one central departmental office while others rely on local review some provide detailed interpretive guidance on human subjects protections to subsidiary intramural research offices contractors and grantees while others simply reference the common rule, and some departments audit or review IRB performance routinely, while others conduct investigations only when problems emerge. The Office for Protection from Research Risks, OPRR, at the National Institutes of Health within DHHS serves not only as the locus for that department's policies for the protection of research subjects, but also as the principal federal agent approving the assurances of research institutions to conduct human subjects research sponsored by any of a number of departments. Scientific peer review of federally sponsored research is one layer of protection for research subjects. Most federal research programs require that committees of scientists, expert in the particular subject under consideration, and often from outside the agency, generally known as study sections, review both intramural and extramural research proposals for scientific merit and make recommendations regarding funding. When these committees of subject matter experts review research proposals, they also consider the risks that may be involved for subjects. They may recommend that the sponsoring agency more closely consider the potential risks or that the principal investigator make specific changes in the research protocol prior to any funding. Local review is a key component of the oversight system. The common rule requires IRB review and approval prior to the granting of federal funding for research on human subjects. Almost all federal agencies that conduct human subjects research within their own facilities have intramural IRBs, whose members include agency staff and at least one member who is not affiliated with the facility. Likewise, extramural research projects must undergo IRB review prior to agency funding, usually by an IRB at the site of the research activity, for example, a university, medical school, or hospital. The IRB is an administrative unit that must itself comply with certain requirements of the Common Rule in terms of its composition, review procedures, and substantive review criteria. It must also direct researchers to comply with other requirements of the rule, such as adequate informed consent and fair subject selection procedures. A research institution that has assured either OPRR or the federal agency sponsoring the research that it conducts human subjects research in compliance with the common rule must delegate to its irb the authority to preclude or halt the conduct of any federally funded research project that does not conform with federal human subjects protections this delegation of authority applies to irbs within federal research institutions for intramural research and to those at non-federal research institutions as well this authority extends even to research performed by military organizations where unit commanders cannot overrule safeguards adopted by military irbs thus the irb is the enforcing agent of federal protections that is situated closest to the conduct of research much of the success or failure of the federal regulations governing human subjects research depends on the effectiveness of IRBs in carrying out their responsibilities, assessing research proposals prior to their funding, stipulating any changes in the research protocol or informed consent procedure that strengthen the protections afforded the subjects, disapproving inadequate or excessively risky research proposals, minimizing risks to subjects reviewing ongoing research at least every 12 months to ascertain that the research poses no undue risks to subjects, and taking action quickly to correct any failings in safeguarding subjects' rights and welfare. In overseeing human subjects research conducted in-house or supported extramurally, federal agencies acquire the following responsibilities. 1. Communication of practice guidelines to research institutions and IRBs based on the policies of the Common Rule. 2. Establishment of a structure whereby research proposals involving human subjects are peer-reviewed for scientific merit as well as for IRB approval and the adequacy of subject protections. 3 negotiation of assurances with research institutions that ensure that adequate protections will be in place for research subjects, 4. Verification that institutions, their IRBs, and researchers are complying with the Federal Human Subjects Regulations, and 5. Investigation of complaints of noncompliance and adverse outcomes for subjects of research. Table 1 Human Subjects Research and Protections in Seven Departments and Agencies at the end of this chapter summarizes information received by the Advisory Committee about Human Subjects Research Programs in DHHS, DOD, DOE, VA, NASA, CIA, and fda a subagency of dhhs this chart shows each department's or agency's staffing levels for human subjects protection activities both the size of the department's research programs and their investment of staff resources in oversight activities vary widely a particularly important distinction in oversight programs is the extent to which they investigate the performance of research institutions and IRBs in carrying out their responsibilities under the common rule. Some departments rely heavily on the prospective assurances that research institutions make to the funding agency or to OPRR, while others audit research institutions and IRB records periodically. The method, intensity, and frequency of research oversight and inspection activities depend entirely on how much staff and budget an agency allots them. OPRR negotiates multiple project assurances, MPAs, with large research institutions that perform a significant amount of research funded by DHHS. If an institution is awarded an MPA by OPRR, the federal agency funding the research must accept that institution's assurance of compliance with federal requirements and may not impose additional assurance requirements on the institution. This provision is intended to avoid duplicative and potentially contradictory enforcement of the federal protections. OPRR, in overseeing human subjects protections for DHHS funded research and for all institutions to which it has issued an assurance, generally investigates the conduct of research only in cases where a complaint has been filed, where an institution, IRB or researcher has reported a problem or adverse outcome or where a problematic audit finding has been referred to it by the FDA. Principal investigators are required to report to the IRB any adverse outcomes to subjects in the course of their research, and the IRB must have procedures to ensure that the appropriate institutional officials and the funding agency are informed as well. The FDA, in its role regulating new drugs, biologics, and devices for marketing, enforces the somewhat different requirements for human subjects' protection of the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act through periodic on site investigations of research institutions, e.g., pharmaceutical firms university-based research facilities funded by pharmaceutical firms, independent testing laboratories, and their IRBs. The DOD conducts on-site audits of its intramural research programs in addition to negotiating assurances. The DOD also reports that it is common practice in DOD-funded research to appoint independent medical monitors Healthcare providers qualified by training, experience, or both to monitor human subjects during the conduct of research as advocates for safety of the subjects. The DOE is now planning to institute periodic audits of the research programs that it funds, in addition to relying on assurances. Special Issues Arising in DOD Research Human subjects research conducted by military agencies and within military settings entails considerations for subject protections and research oversight that are unique to the military context. The activities of military research programs may be difficult to distinguish from innovative training programs and medical interventions undertaken for the protection of the troops. In addition to enforcing policies derived from the requirements of the common rule, DOD has in place a parallel set of regulations for managing the risks to which military personnel are exposed in the course of these routine duties. Military leaders are responsible for determining whether human experimentation protections in addition to the more general risk assessment requirements apply to particular practices a further distinction of the military context is the hierarchical and comprehensive nature of its authority structure which poses special issues with respect to voluntariness in the recruitment of experimental subjects in some cases military researchers have excluded unit officers and senior noncommissioned officers from subject recruitment sessions, e.g., in vaccine trials conducted by Walter Reed Army Medical Center. DOD has regulations that require most more than minimal risk research proposals to be subjected to a second level of review by each military medical service at a Central Oversight Office. The Army, for example, requires greater than minimal risk research protocols to undergo a second level of review at the Human Use Review and Regulatory Affairs Division, HURRAD, and the Human Subjects Research Review Board or the Clinical Investigation Regulatory Office. C-I-R-O. Federal Responses to Violations of Human Subjects Protections In the event that the common rule is violated in the conduct of federally sponsored research involving human subjects, there are various responses that can affect both investigators and grantee institutions, such as withdrawal or restriction of an institution's or projects assurance and with that action of research funding and suspension or termination of irb approval for the research in addition an irb is authorized by the common rule to suspend or terminate its approval of research that fails to comply with the irb's requirements or when a research subject suffers an adverse event No federal department or agency may continue to fund a project from which IRB approval has been withdrawn or at an institution whose assurance has been withdrawn. An institution's or investigator's prior performance with respect to human subjects protections may affect future federal funding as well. If human subjects protection regulations are willfully violated, the department secretary or agency head may bar the organization or individual from receiving funding from any federal source such debarment must be for a specified length of time and in some extreme cases may be permanent federal agencies may also take disciplinary action against employees involved in human subjects research for failure to follow human subjects protection rules. For example, DOD sanctions for noncompliance by intramural researchers include loss of investigator privileges. For military personnel, potential sanctions are letters of reprimand, nonjudicial punishment, and sanctions under the military code of justice. For civilian DOD personnel, sanctions include reprimands, suspension, or termination of employment. No requirement of the Common Rule can preempt state and local laws governing the conduct of human subjects research that are stricter or provide additional protections for subjects. Of those states with any laws governing research involving human subjects, Only California authorizes sanctions for failure to obtain a subject's informed consent. The California statute authorizes monetary awards for negligent failure to obtain a subject's informed consent, up to $1,000, for willful failure to obtain such consent, up to $5,000, and if a subject is thereby exposed to Quote, "a known substantial risk of serious injury either bodily harm or psychological harm" end quote. jail terms of up to 1 year and or fines of up to $10,000 protections for human subjects in classified research We were advised that the only classified studies involving human subjects currently conducted by the six federal agencies are a small number of projects sponsored by the DOD and the CIA. The common rule does not distinguish between classified and unclassified research in terms of the requirements or procedures it imposes to protect human subjects. The Department of Defense reported that it currently sponsors a small number of classified research studies involving human subjects. When such research is proposed, IRBs review classified protocols in one of two ways. The chair of the IRB may remove the classified portions of the protocol if he or she judges that those classified portions have no effect on the risks. It imposed on human subjects. Alternatively, the IRB may be composed of people with appropriate security clearances who then review the protocol in its entirety. A person not affiliated with the institution but with appropriate security clearance is included as a voting member of such IRBs. The CIA indicated that it is currently performing classified human research projects. The agency informed the advisory committee that all human subjects are informed of the CIA's sponsorship and of the specific nature of the study in which they are participating, even if the general purposes of the research are classified. Although DOE has the authority to conduct or support classified human subjects research projects, it reports that it is not currently conducting such research. According to DOE guidelines, IRB review of classified research may take one of two forms. If the chair of the IRB determines that none of the classified information in a proposal is relevant to the protection of human subjects and that the research can be accurately and fully described to the IRB. The proposed research will be reviewed at a regular IRB meeting without disclosure of any classified information. If the proposed research cannot be reviewed in the foregoing manner, however, the IRB must meet in a secure environment. The advisory committee was advised that to date this has not occurred. To review classified research, each member of the IRB must have the appropriate security clearance. The member of the IRB who is not affiliated with the institution conducting the research must also have security clearance to participate in the review of classified research. DOE guidelines recommend that IRBs expecting to review classified research obtain clearance for their non-affiliated members so that they are not excluded from such reviews. DHHS neither conducts nor sponsors any classified research. Some FDA personnel hold security clearances so that they may review classified investigational new drug or device applications submitted by the DOD if the need to study or use these items in secret arises. The VA does not now conduct any classified research and does not have original classification authority. NASA currently conducts no classified research that involves human subjects and has not in the past. NASA does have classification authority, however, and conducts some classified research that does not involve human subjects. Research that involves human subjects and is classified for reasons of national security raises special issues for IRB review and for the process of obtaining informed consent particularly with respect to the level of disclosure and waivers of informed consent specifically the irb must consider whether the prospective research subject will be adequately informed about the nature of classified research if some aspects of the research will not be disclosed in the informed consent process whether security clearances are needed for IRB members, and whether information about classified studies must be partitioned from other IRB study reviews. Institutional review boards can determine that some aspect of a classified research project, if only the identity of the research sponsor, is irrelevant to the process of obtaining a subject's informed consent to participate irb members can decide that sponsorship information or complete disclosure of the purpose of the research need not be provided to potential subjects in contrast to information about physical risk the common rule grants irbs the authority to approve modifications in or to waive entirely informed consent requirements but only for research involving no more than minimal risk a separate provision grants an agency head the authority to waive any requirement of the common rule for any kind of human subject research as long as advance notice is given to oprr and the action is announced in the Federal Register. As indicated above, the rule makes no distinction between classified and unclassified research, so this latter route to an informed consent exception would appear to pose a tension between duties to disclose and the need to keep information secret. Conclusion The common rule adopted by the 16 federal agencies and departments that conduct human subjects research is another step in the evolution of human subject research protections policies begun in the 1940s. While those protections are crucial, gaps still remain. With respect to classified research, the current requirement of informed consent is not absolute. If consent is waived, the research may proceed in ways that do not adequately protect the research subject. Also, military research involves special considerations because of the nature of the subject population whose voluntary participation must be especially guarded. In addition, non-federally funded research is not subject to the common rule except under the umbrella of an institution's multiple project assurance further oversight mechanisms generally are limited to audits for cause and review of paperwork requirements these offer little in the way of assurances that the prospective review process is working and do not give an indication of the quality or consistency of irb review either among irbs or within a single board an effective system of oversight relies on the detection of violations of policies and the imposition of appropriate sanctions the committee's recommendations for remedying these and other shortcomings are discussed in chapter eighteen of the final report The remaining two chapters of Part 3 report what documents used by IRBs suggest about the protection of human subjects and what patients think about the enterprise of human subject research. End of Section 71. Recording by Patrick McAfee, Evanston.